Hey, welcome to another episode of Brother Scrim and E3 happened, brother. E3 happened. That's happens. right. It, yeah, came, it, it, it came and I will say it went. Yeah, definitely. Everyone, I It like, definitely blew I by. Think, I think the ex expectations were so high that everyone was like, oh my God, we need it now. And then it happens and then we're all <laughs> just like, all right, everyone back to uh, back to the grind, you know, back to the good old gaming. Yeah, that's right. I agree. It was a little underwhelming. <laughs> I mean, okay. Everyone says it's it's underwhelming, but there are. <laughs> I it's, I think it's expectations because it was yeah. really good. It was really good, and there were some delightful surprises. But <laughs> there was yeah. Expectations were so uh, so through the roof that you just like you're just like in constant Disney shock face until. <laughs> until it's over and you're like that's it that's yeah it. yeah i i thought so too yeah a lot of the stuff was like um you know stuff i i i wasn't really surprised by i guess stuff we kind of all everyone sort of knew it was coming it was more of like a, the sequel to last year's yeah that's a great way to put you it. know because you think i i think a lot of the things that happened it was like uh like things that were announced last year were are the things that were shown this year you know and that was kind of yeah. it, you know, and it was just improving upon what everyone's expectations of, of last year's was. So it did feel like a sequel. Yeah. No, it did. It did feel like a sequel. I, I think that's probably the best way to summarize it. Um, I, so I think the best way to cover this, this, this episode is to, you know, take a look at, uh, and I, I do, uh, this was your suggestion here, and take a look at um our favorite moments what, yeah what, definitely. what moments really pulled us away and i'm gonna go out there and say it right now they may not be what you guys want out there you know when you guys listen to this you guys probably be like you know it's not what i was expecting and that's that's the, that's the part of it though that's where our personalities are different yep um i've been going around comparing notes with everybody and uh the, the notes i got i were very different from other people but that being said, uh, let's cover some favorite moments. Uh, do you want to start with one, and then we'll go back and forth here? Um, sure. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I think the classic one that I I think was the biggest moment that it was for everyone was Keanu is in oh, yeah. Cyberpunk uh, twenty seventy seven. Yeah. And this is a huge game. Like I think everyone's super stoked for it. Although the problem I had with this is it was a super cool trailer. It was a great reveal. Um, I love that he's in it. I think the character he's playing is really cool. But we didn't really get to see any new gameplay or anything like that. So that kind of pisses me off. You know, it doesn't. We didn't really get more about the game that you know that we wanted to know. There was some close behind the scenes like. Um, demos and stuff like that and i think people who who had saw it what i've read about online were like um were saying like oh it's like now it's looking like a game you know where the last yeah. time they saw the the demo they were like wondering like how is this gonna work and all that and now they can actually see it being played so i thought that was kind of interesting but we the public haven't seen that so i'm looking forward to seeing more like gameplay and i think that's kind of my criticism through the whole thing this year is a lot of the, um especially during the xbox presentation they're just trailers for games and you don't get to see a deep dive on these games you know mm -hmm. what i mean of course this yeah. is super exciting i think that you know also with keanu in in the game that uh uh 
you know, having uh, actors, you know, getting more involved in video games is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at Jeff Straining, too. Yeah. Like, that one has a ton of actors in it. And that's really interesting, given the future of, you know, storytelling immersive games. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... I, it's, I think it's always played that fine balance of like, is this game, is this a movie game or is it like mm-hmm. a game, is it a game? Because, yeah. you know, there are games out there um, that people felt it was too many like quick action moments and it just felt like you were more watching a movie as opposed to playing a game. Right. Whereas other games had just such good story, but you were still playing as a part of that narrative. And yeah, Cyberpunk... Um, definitely has the star power. I mean, Keanu's a perfect fit to keep well, the any, gaming yeah, tone. He is the king know? of cyberpunk. He's yeah, well, been. yeah, no, I mean, Johnny Mnemonic, right? Johnny like, Mnemonic, Matrix. Matrix, like, this guy definitely fits, like, that world, the cyberpunk world, if you will. But, like, I agree with you, like, how much, it's starting to make me question, is, like, how much of this game is, like, a movie versus how much of this game is a Yeah, game, I, right? I think, uh, you know, what the, the ambition they have for this game is so exciting for a lot of people, and me too, like, um, it's, like, gonna be an RPG first, you yeah. know, and then, you know, a shooter game second, and, a, you know, and then the story too, um, so if, like, if it works out that you can you can sort of pick your own adventure as you go and the game sort of changes with your decisions. That's like kind of a dream of mine. Like I think there's been games in the past who've tried to do this and it hasn't really worked. Um, You know, I think of Skyrim and, um, uh, and uh, Fallout 4, one, Mm. not as good as, I think New Vegas was the best at it despite all the, the glitches and stuff like that. But, um, you know, those kind of games, like, you know, I was blown away when I first played Skyrim and I hadn't really played an R- uh, um, uh, uh, like an RPG adventure game like that before where you can you can sort of do your own story that's in a o- huge open world. And, you yeah. know, a cyberpunk will be interesting to see how they they take the tabletop version of this game, the, the D&D kind of style cyberpunk 2020 and like translate it into a game Wait, a video so game there's a D and D yeah D&D if you don't know what cyberpunk if you don't know what cyberpunk is it's um i've done a research on it i didn't know what it is until this till last year when they announced it and i was like oh right this is this is this it used to be like a it's well it still is a D tabletop rpg kind of adventure what? so That's what they so want cool. what they want to do is translate that into a, a immersive gaming experience. Yes, then oh, then this game's gonna be sick. Yes, <laughs> I, I yeah. agree. Then yeah, no, the game's gonna be the game's gonna be really really good, and um, and I I love the aesthetic. I'm very excited to play it. I have it. I have it on my budget list for for work. So yeah, gonna, we're gonna buy it. We're gonna play it, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, um, you, you have you have. Yeah, you're you're gonna play it for sure. Yeah, yeah. so I, I'm definitely going to pick it up too. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are. It's gonna be pretty huge. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of my first pick, really, from it. Mm-hmm. Oh, lovely, lovely. I I will I will now take a turn and say uh, I have to say it right out of the gate, and this is the one that excites me the most. But everyone's like, dude, like there's so many other games, but you know what? This is my choice. All right, I can pick <laughs> yeah. what I want. 
Um, the, uh, the, the biggest and most exciting announcement I am totally stoked for, and it's, and it's because it's val it's, it's cause it's playing two roles here, it's playing nostalgia. And it's also playing this. It's also developing this genre of games that I hope expands, which is Battletoads. Hell I... right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Battletoads. I am so freaking stoked for uh, because you and I used to play Battletoads and Battle Maniacs. We had it. We didn't even know what we were buying when we bought it. Yeah. But we yeah. love it. Yeah, I love that and game. Um, it's hard as hell. <laughs> it's so hard. We I, we've never beaten it. We've we've only played it. And that being said, um, we played the rare replay, the first one, because we know there's yeah, I love the there. first one. The first one's probably the the best, despite a lot of the turbo tunnel and all that stuff. Um, I think the best the best Battletoads game personally ever made is is Battletoads and Double Dragon. Oh yeah, because no. it's it's the easiest. <laughs> it's a, that's a terrible thing to say, but it's it's so true. It's 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 more accessible in, in a way. Like uh, I think it, it's super fun. Um, oh yeah, no, it's, it's a great beat 'em up. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think you know with um, with having rare that that they have they have a lot of uh, things. Uh, I only saw a bit of that trailer. Um, it looks cool. I mean, the whole the whole animation they're going with is that kind of Cali Arts style animation, mm. which a lot of people are doing. Uh, wait, well. <laughs> what <laughs> the cali art style yeah. you don't know it's like an animation style that like oh, yeah. kind of really dom- dominant right now like it's on like all cartoons and stuff like that like uh, uh you ever seen uh, like steven universe um uh, okay I'm like thundercats stop, not... uh, the new thundercats <laughs> what they look like and the new she-ra have you seen that too that's kind of the cali yeah. art style I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right there, and this is why everyone used to listen to the podcast because just, just wow, learning I'm learning so much, and this is why this is why this works. Um, well, I'm hoping that this is becoming a big popular thing because um, Cuphead really opened everyone's eyes mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. style. And yeah, that you could do so like well. a drawing, like it could be much. You could take a, a, the art of gaming you know in a different direction like everything's hand drawn and stuff like that yeah giving it a craft craftsmanship kind of feel to the to it so i'll be i'll be interested to see obviously how that game plays um like seeing it and um how they how they modernized that that genre would be really interesting oh yeah no i'm a i'm a big beat-em-up side-scrolling guy and uh and i just i cannot wait um i you know we have a friend uh uh I have a friend out there, uh, Mr. Mr. Fantasia, and right. uh, he did he did or he did his review of E3, and said, he did, eh? Yeah, he said, and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, Battletoads. I'm like, yeah, he said, I'd be excited about Battletoads, and he's like, I don't like the art, and yeah. I'm like, what? No, what are you doing? The Cali like, art oh. style, yeah. <laughs> no one likes the Cali art style. <laughs> But yet it's so popular. How does that work, bro? Is it's that just, just because all the, the top animators come out of the Cali Arts. Uh, and that's sort of what the style is. That or Sheridan. Um, mm, you know. Yeah, well, 
Anyway, I'm I'm excited to see because if if Battletoad goes well, then we're obviously going to see more games that involve. Hand yeah, I mean, I do like the variety you saw, um, and that's a great. This is a good. This is a good example. The variety of the Xbox presentation, where uh, mm-hmm. you can see more of of uh, like different styles and different things they're trying out, and and yeah. you know. Uh, because like you think about like what's the most popular genre of game right now, and you know, you, of course, shooters are at the top, and um, yep. open world games are also at the top. So those are kind of the two open world adventure yes. games and shooters. Some have both in one <laughs> to really capitalize on. It. Yeah, to really capitalize on. It. It's a sure thing. You made an open world shooter, guys. <laughs> It can't fail. It can't. <laughs> it can't. It can't fail. Yeah, no, exactly. I was like, but. there wasn't, like, I felt like there isn't one fighting game announcement this year. Uh, right? Oh, yeah. No, fighting games are having a poor time right now. <laughs> oh, Obviously, man. this would be for another conversation, but this was the industry. You know, this is the industry show this year, and... And uh, you could seeing where the industry is going with games and stuff like that, uh, and where where games are going, it's like they're they're not gambling. You know what I mean? They're not trying something new. They're mm-hmm. they're really sticking to classic methods here. You know, and um, it will be interesting interesting to see you know what games will take off and you know, like what what what's going to happen with genres and stuff like that. I think with PlayStation games like PlayStation four you know all they don't release them very often but they all have these like cinematic quality to all of them they're like these they have a, like this stapleless adventure game kind of thing that they're doing mm-hmm. like yeah. god of war and uncharted and 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 last of us like they're they're doing something really interesting with with the what i'm calling the you know it's the playstation game you know other than xbox i think they're trying to find they're trying to find any kind of game you know they're trying all sorts of things out you know you yeah. have your staples like halo and gears and all that but now with all the new studios they're trying something new you know oh yeah well um, I, you know I, the same fighting games like too like that one the ninja theory one what do you remember what that game's called yeah bleeding edge bleeding edge that's kind of like a fighting game yeah sorta sort of right yeah yeah so the it's it's gonna feel like devil may cry but you face against other people like right right other people yeah Uh, but i'm very excited for that because i think it's a make or break esport because like everyone's trying to capitalize on making the game like an esport game yeah there is that i think the esport thing has been busted like I, i i i don't think um, like I'm actually, you know, going on esports is totally off topic, but you know, I, I agree too. Where where think some games they want to make sure that they they are viable for esports, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm a huge Blizzard fan, and I know you are too. And um, like I watch the Overwatch League, and I like it, mm-hmm. but do I? I don't know if like they're doing well. You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. think the money in gaming is in in esports. And really? I think they made a huge gamble on esports, and I don't know if it's paying off. Well, yes and no. I mean, because like, yes, in the sense of it's it's always had a presence. No, as in like the games are very specific. Like Blizzard games has an esport. Um, League of Legends 
is an eSport. Yeah, you know true. I mean, like, those games, those games stand out to my mind the most. Um, I know Evo is, is an eSport focused on fighting Definitely. games. Definitely, fighting games no and specific, stuff like that. Yeah, there's no specific one. But, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's a conversation to be shelved for another time. Cause Definitely. I, I, I would say what I would love to see is... They need what they need to do to fix that, especially if you do like fighting games, is to like bet on a fighter with with like you know streaming points and yeah, that's kind of cool. That's a cool idea. Yeah, and then if you get a certain amount, you can buy like swag for the game or something like that. Yeah, like, that, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, you, like hey, well there there you go. You should be the commissioner for for a fighting <laughs> game. <laughs> that's that, uh, that would be pretty sweet. One day, one day, we'll see where we end up in the industry. We'll see. <laughs> um, yeah. we'll see. Uh, uh, but, I a... mean... Yeah. Sorry? No, that's, that's true, yeah. I was just going to yeah. say, like, uh, do, you, do you have another pick of, of games that you thought was cool this year? All right, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Uh, the, there were some really unique surprises to me um, that I was like... Yeah, <laughs> really? I, mean, cool. <laughs> uh, I mean... I mean... <laughs> tell what that one is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so for example, uh, one that intrigued me, and it, 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 it involved it involved me doing some research, much like your your mind bending uh, your mind bending Cali art style, and and learning that Cyberpunk twenty twenty was or Cyberpunk twenty seven seven based on a D and D board game. Who knew, bro? Who knew? I think <laughs> lots of people knew. <laughs> I really don't think they did because I don't know. And speaking of not knowing. Um, Xbox said like oh we have this game it's called crossfire x it's a realistic shooter and what does that really mean like you know you throw that term out yeah, there and I, that one know. that was when i was i was watching that too i, was, I saw I, your stream I, with fantasia and i saw you guys talking about that one and uh <laughs> uh i had the same reaction that you guys did it was like he was like when they're building it up too and they're going like oh yeah. mil- like there's like six million 60 million players online or something crazy in 650 this game. million players yeah like six- online players and i'm like wow what is this game right <laughs> yeah, i'm like wow well, i must know what it is because <laughs> clearly i'm missing out you know <laughs> clearly, FOMO, I, man. I must know what this game is because everyone's playing it and then uh, they announce it and i'm like what <laughs> I mean, you see the tra- you see the trailer, and it, it, it the tra- again, it's like, and we had this discussion off the podcast. We were like, we were like, man, it was like nothing but trailers. But we saw this trailer, and it looks kind of like sci-fi, realistic shooter kind of thing. So it looks like Call of Duty. It looks like Call yeah, of Duty. Yeah, it does. It looks like, a lot like Call of Duty. Yeah, but like a Korean art style approach to it. So I'm like. So yeah, and then they drop that like 650 million people play it, and you have to understand the size of that number because like, I don't know how many gamers there are in the world, but I I like to think it could know, be I, huge in Asia, is, but is it, right? Like it could like it could be yeah. yeah, like it's just huge in Asia and we don't know about it. Yeah, um, as my as my coworker said, you know, I like to think I keep my pulse on gaming because you know that's that's how much of a gamer we are. But yeah, so I did my research on it and I played it for a stream. And, and for those of you who don't know, I do a stream for, for work. I do streaming for work, which is awesome. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually downloaded the game and played it. And it, it plays exactly like the original Counter-Strike. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Ex- 
It plays exactly like yeah. the original Counter Strike. It, but the cool thing is, is like if you get a headshot, it's instant kill. Like right, doesn't matter what gun, doesn't, doesn't matter what gun you have. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just gamer realistic. And yeah, you get like you can get like five or ten shots to the chest, and then you you know that's get shot five times before you hit the ground, kind of thing. Um, but <laughs> but the cool thing is, is there's a there is there is a high level of of cosmetics you can buy down right and it's, yeah and it's a much like play. csgo yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah but but with csgo it constantly updates and makes changes and stuff right it seems like this game they figured out what works for them and they just stuck with it and like because i remember counter-strike the problem with it it got hacked and mod and modded oh, yeah. a lot i'm not a fan of counter-strike at all but yeah you yeah. know uh i played it the original counter-strike mm-hmm back in the day when the yeah. half-life days of shooters that's uh, another story too uh but yeah. that's a podcast for another yeah, another one we got going on um but i love those games uh you know i'm a huge shooter fan i'm more of the i guess you have that shooter the CS:GO, and then you have you know the arena shooter and i definitely lean towards the arena shooter yeah well, yeah, and so, so, anyways, that's what I meant by like ones that surprised me because, again, apparently, you know, half the world, half the gaming world plays this game, and I've never heard of it, and yeah, it's very popular. Anyway, but yeah. um, but what uh, I, I mean, you know, I could say Gears. Obviously, I'm very stoked for Gears, um, and uh, I'm also very stoked for the new Halo, which we're not going to see till the next console generation. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, I'm going to say that my next big one is I'm actually genuinely excited for Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I loved it. I, loved I mean, it. I thought it they, was fantastic. They did it right. They they showed trailer and then they showed nothing but gameplay. Yeah, it looks like a like a PlayStation adventure game. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. looks like Uncharted. Like yeah, know. but that that adventure action adventure game. That's, yeah, that's what yeah, definitely. PlayStation does it best. I will admit, PlayStation does do it best uh, because they're probably the only ones that do do it. Because Xbox yeah, really, is right? It's so else, true, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Xbox is always like experimenting with what what. Yeah, it is. seems to me Microsoft and um, they're experimenting. They're trying different things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, they're seeing what works and what doesn't work, but yeah, they got their staples that are always going to work. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, PlayStation, yeah. yeah, they have their style, I think. And that's kind of what we're going on here. Um, yeah, I'm really stoked for this game. I will, I want a good star Wars game for a long time. And, mm-hmm. um, this looks really promising. Yeah. And bless and bless respawns heart, man. Like I think yeah, they're doing a great job, whatever they're doing. I, it's fantastic. Yeah. I think they need to be their own publisher. They need to get out of EA. They need to they need to be, get on their own because um, Respawn is an incredible developer. I yeah. think the first Titanfall when, is so underrated. It was amazing. Oh yeah! If it came out today, everyone would be like, "Oh, game of the year." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it may I know, get, it may get like multiplayer shooter of the year, but yeah. <laughs> No, I think, it got, I think it got when it first came out. I don't remember, but maybe. Um, but I, I really liked, I really like Respawn because I think they understand game physics in terms of the character's movement. Yeah, um, yeah, they do. Yeah. And the the guy who created Quake said the key to a good shooter is movement. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, you know, I, I knew that when they announced that Respawn was working on a Star Wars game and, and they showed kind of like a behind the scenes, them working with Jedis and like, like people being a Jedi. And uh, with that, with that, I'm like, I already like, this is going to be a g cool game because, you know, just imagine like the amount of movement freedom you're going to have being a Jedi and and they show cool things like they show like he like four scripts a guy into his lightsaber and then drops him. Yeah, yeah. And, and you see him like freeze framing uh, the the blaster. Yeah, then... he's like doing the Kylo Ren slow down stuff. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, that was it. It looks great. It looks like a lot of fun. And and that's it. And it, that's exactly it. And they they. The, I think that the way they did it was uh, they just showed you how much fun it's going to be playing that game. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, they they uh, did it right, oddly enough. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. But EA, you know, with, that, with the way they did handled that, they did it right. They showed gameplay for all mm -hmm. their stuff. They um, yep. yeah, they did they did a good show actually. It's funny. Uh, well, they didn't have <laughs> you know. It's like, I I can't they stand them. I think they're awful, but yeah, I mean, they in a weird way they, you know, I give credit where credits due, and I, they did it right. They did it okay. They may have done it right. I I don't know if I wholeheartedly agree with you here because EA said, and I quote, "We're only gonna announce like two things, and yeah. and, and you can check out stuff at our booth. That's all we're gonna do." Yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. And but I mean, yes, the announcements they did do, they they absolutely crushed it. Except for Apex, because again, oh, okay, Apex Legends expectations yeah. expectations versus reality here. If yeah, you're, one if new you're character. Right? Okay, I'm not the only one. One new character. You do season two. You say, oh, it's season two. Season two is gonna kick off, and we've only seen like like one extra character in the long run, and then they're like, yeah, we're gonna do season two. Everyone's like, yes. Uh, I said it on my stream. I said it straight out. I'm like, if you're going to do a season two, you need to come out with like at least four characters. Yeah. At least four. Okay. To stay relevant and stay big. And what do they do? One character and a cutscene. One character and a cutscene. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? Right. Yeah, oh, it's weird. Man. It's so weird. Like, Respawn, I love you guys, and you guys are amazing. But you guys should have minimum four characters. Like that game yeah. is amazing. Do you want this game to make money or what? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is this a game to make money or what? Uh, it's a great point, right? Like, oh my god. I mean, again, respawn is awesome. Apex Legend is highly played, but in order to stay relevant before your audience shifts, you need to come out with content. If you're gonna be an online game, you have to have this content. And that's right. why Blizzard you know with Overwatch, you may not play it all the damn time, but you know there's a schedule. So you know that... Yeah, you know, there's stuff coming, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're always doing quality of life stuff. I think that's the thing that I love about Blizzard 2. Is yeah. Not, not only are they supporting their games all the time, um, but like they kind of figure out what's wrong just with the clunky clunkiness of like characters. Like, you know, the fact they've gone back and reworked Torbjorn and um symmetra to make them work better like no company ever does that with games yeah where they've like okay that character doesn't work clearly let's re let's mm. re redo it no one does that ever 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that they don't get enough respect for that. They and also making sure the game works fantastic as a program and all that and giving quality of life features like like you know they're working on colorblind modes and stuff like that that just blows my mind yeah so 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 that's what i will say about those announcements but i would like going back to our main point at hand here the star wars jedi fallen order looks so much fun to play i was a huge fan of jedi outcast we were a huge fan of oh huge outcast. yeah and this jedi is, outcast this is a different post. kind of game but yeah yeah it's more like Force like, Unleashed, this one. Yeah, well, no, I would say it's it's close to both because uh, it, it's still it's still close to Jedi Outcast in the sense that you know pretty much a Jedi Outcast once you have a lightsaber, it's all you're gonna use. True. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So yeah. so yeah, I'd, I'd still say, but it's fun. It's fun being a Jedi, and I think this game is definitely good. So I, I now serve it back to you, sir. What was another announcement that you enjoyed? in uh in e3 this year well it's very uh it's very uh like i got a short list here my biggest this is probably my my personal favorite is doom eternal oh yeah i'm a yeah, huge you've been, you've been doom fan um <laughs> i think seeing them talk about this game and seeing uh the gameplay for it um and seeing the demo and seeing um the announcements um mm-hmm. i was a huge fan of doom 2016 i've been a huge fan of doom all my life i love it um doom 3 not so much but you know there are people who love doom 3 and now there's a huge argument that doom 3 is pretty good but anyway doom 2016 i loved it but there's definitely i one of those people i think it it was amazing the gameplay was just absolutely solid um, but I think there were some serious flaws that later on, the more I played it, the more I could see. And then hearing them talk about what they want to do with this one, it 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 just shows me that they get it and they underst- understand what went wrong with those things, mm-hmm. and they want to make the, that better. To me, it's kind of cool. Is what you see? It's got a more arcadey feel. This one, if you've seen right. the gameplay, yeah. Which is super interesting to me, where they're like, there's a lot of platforming and all the enemies. Um, apparently, like too, if you like an Arachnatron, you could like shoot it. If you shoot its gun, it will disable its the the Arachnatron's gun, and then it changes its mode of way it attacks you. Stuff like that, which I thought yeah. was pretty interesting. And then like you can like swing on things, and the colors of it are all like just indicate to you what to do, what, where to go and all that kind of stuff. It seems a lot more streamlined. It's kind of like, I say that, that it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's like a Nintendo game. No. Wow. Okay. You know, in terms of design, like it's like, I think of like Mario Odyssey, it has kind of the similar, a similar game philosophy. Even though I never really played Mario Odyssey, but I'd love to play it if I can. But it has the same kind of, uh, you know, uh, game philosophy. That one has, like, I think in, in Mario Odyssey, you could throw your hat, right? And it would, you you could now use that enemy character to yeah. to fight. Now, this, and this Doom is going to have what's called the invasion mode, where people can invade your game and play as the demons against you or with yeah. you or do whatever they want, which I think is really interesting, too. Um, they didn't talk about invasion mode in this one, but they did show their battle mode, which is going to be also another kind of version of that. But the yeah, actual that, game itself just looks so fun and 
and brutal and the way they're telling the story is so brilliant um it's just it's great yeah battle mode i think might break streaming in a good way like it might change like how people want to play and like broadcast their games because that that's a fun way to keep like an arena based shooter and making it kind of fun and competitive in the right way yeah Uh, i i think it's going to do very very well invasion mode i'm still very puzzled as to how that yeah are you just going to get people trolling you (laughs) oh man uh, you can i i mean i've played games online games where people can just ruin your game you get so annoyed because of it um, but yeah, no. So uh, it's uh, it's definitely Doom looks really cool. Bethesda did have a uh, did have a lot against it going against them. This uh, they did. Year. They addressed it too. Yeah, they addressed it. They addressed. Yeah, they, they addressed uh, it too. They they handled it in their classic Bethesda humor sort of way, and uh, I loved it. They they totally were like, I can't remember how they did. it. They're like, yeah, we tried new things. It didn't work. But that's okay. Yeah, we wanted to try to do a great new experience, you know. It didn't work, yeah. but hey, we're trying to make it better. Yeah, they're they're hanging on to seventy six. They're trying to get it to a place that is decent. It seems yeah, like. Yeah. Exactly, I think right? with Bethesda, they want to be a big time publisher like EA and Activision. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. They want to be sure. on the same level as them, but they are all at the same time. They're a to- They're different. They have different values than than those companies so it's like difficult for them to compete and so they're they wanted i guess with 76 they obviously you know just i didn't play it but you know despite everything but i it seemed to me that they wanted to do like a game like that that was going to have massive microtransactions and like (laughs) (laughs) you know they want it seemed to me they wanted to make an ea game (laughs) oh yeah yeah. Well said. Well. <laughs> it sounds so mean, but it's true. Um. <laughs> That's the thing. We wanna we wanna invest in good games. We just want developers to make good games. That's what <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um yeah, no, it's it's true though. Uh you bring up a great point and uh yeah, man, it's uh it's <laughs> I think Bethesda, though, they definitely want to be a, a great publisher. and They definitely getting, do, yeah. They're, they're getting there. Uh, yeah, they got... Yeah. They got some- I mean, they got id software, and I just love id so much. Like, it's just, to me, that was one of my staples growing up as a kid. You know, when I started PC gaming, it was like you had id, Nintendo, and Blizzard for me. Yeah. And Capcom. Yep. Can't forget Capcom. Sorry. No. <laughs> Yeah, you know that is very true yeah um, um, yeah so no i the fact they I, got I them and, and all that and, and another just little side one too is like uh, wolfenstein youngblood i'm super stoked for mm-hmm. um the co-op mechanics and all that seeing the gameplay from that it's it looks really fun um yeah. i do have some concerns going forward with it but um you know i'm still gonna play it yeah i hear you man I hear you uh, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, Bethesda for me, man, I, I like this Ghostwire game that they're talking about. Yeah. And that girl, that girl that announced it, everyone's in love, man. Yeah, that was cool. I, I didn't get, I like what that studio does. They did, um, uh, The Evil Within. Yeah. It's run by the guy who created, uh, Resident Evil. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's their Japanese studio that they have. Um, so yeah, that guy, 
Um, he knows what he's doing with his survival. Uh, his survival and then bringing out Japanese uh, <laughs> gaming developers to really attract them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really cute, yeah. Uh, oh, man. No, she was, I mean, she's definitely, she definitely knows what she's doing. She's very, uh, she's very passionate about games and winning over yeah and uh yeah no i i mean it was just i thought that was that was great and definitely sounds like an exciting game i love i I think we haven't tapped enough into that kind of game storytelling with anime where Mm -hmm. like you know you're investigating into these like spirits and you're taking them on which is really clever like you can get some really cool kind of you get some really cool kind of uh villains or ai in the game very creative kind of game style so I'm very excited for that. Bethesda did an incredible job. Um, I'm going to take over and say my next one would be actually Ubisoft. And I'm not a fan of Watch Dogs by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, I yeah. I, like- I saw you on your stream talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the I didn't like the, the aesthetic of the first one. And I didn't like I definitely didn't like the aesthetic of the second one, nor did I like, like the feel of the game. Um, but I would <laughs> Oh man, they whew, they came out with a mean right hook with that game. Oh my god, um, they they Ubisoft had an incredible press conference and they went out and they just said um, they went out and they just said like, yo, we're doing this Watch Dogs game. Check it out. They didn't even they didn't even set it up that quickly. Like they were just <laughs> or they didn't spend much time setting up. They're like, here, just watch the trailer. Yeah. And, and it's incredible. They built a game using AI where you can literally hack into any NPC in the game, a non-playable character, and make a whole story. And Mario game Odyssey. Of- <laughs> <laughs> Mario Odyssey. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, you uh, see well, where I'm going with this? <laughs> yeah. See. Oh my God, it's it's huge. Um, but yeah, no, I mean you're absolutely right. It's it's such a creative mechanic. That hasn't been truly explored yet, but the fact the fact of the matter is, is they've built a story around every single character, and so if you pick up a character, yeah, you the old you lady will... assassin was the one that stuck out in my mind. <laughs> it's like that's pretty cool. Like, but you're getting they're giving you different games inside of one game. Like, if you pick an MMA fighter, you get to do like MMA fights, right? Right. Uh, in the yeah, game, it's interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. It's kind of like that The Sims. Cool. Yeah. Uh, don't ruin it, for me, bro. Don't ruin it for me. Don't do it. Uh, I know people love Sims out there, but I just know. Hey, no. it's a game. It's, it's a game. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they also announced a huge game at the Ubisoft thing. This uh, Adventures game. This is Adventures game. A, Mar- a Marvel Avengers. Oh no, that was an Ubisoft. Oh, that was Ubisoft. That's right. That's um, that's uh, sorry, Square Enix, right? Oh man, um, yeah, no, it's uh, yes. I mean, this is. I knew we were kind of dancing around this topic because, like, this is where we are pigeonholed. Because if you guys start to listen to Brothers Scrim a lot, you're gonna start to realize we are big comic book fans slash nerds, and we love Marvel stuff a lot. Yep. like a lot a lot <laughs> and um yeah and, it'll probably be just video games and marvel that'll be all you'll hear on this show so for oh my god so you're not gonna hear anything else <laughs> <laughs> so i i i'm glad we finally got to this announcement because uh 
I will say this. I I am looking forward to the game. I am super stoked. And I mean, because I'm just excited that we're getting a, a next gen Marvel game on Xbox. Because I'm not spending eight hundred dollars just to get one freaking <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's true. oh man, I'm so stoked for this Avengers game. And man, I didn't know this, but it got a lot of hate. Oh, it, it did. It did. It's just taken abuse. Um, I, it, right took, it took abuse, and they they said they won't change the look of the game. No, of course not. They, they spent how many years making it? Yeah, um, I think uh, you know I've talked to you a little bit before about it, but um, I think the the problem is they couldn't do the movie. They couldn't make it yeah. like the movie, but they wanted it to make it like the movie. Yeah, and then. You know, they kind of like figured out a way, like, oh, we'll do our own interpretation of the movie, mm-hmm. you know, costumes and looks and stuff. And it just bombed in terms of art direction and all that. Now, the thing is, we haven't seen potential gameplay um, too yeah. much. And uh, I think that's what everyone wanted to see. And they, they told the problem was, too, the way I think they delivered this all wrong. They just, it was the the worst announcement I've ever I've ever seen, to be honest. Coming from you, that that hurts, you know. <laughs> well, because I really I does. want this thing to be great. Yeah. You know, and that's what I mean. I'm being critical. I, um, I watched it a few times, and I think the thing is, it's unclear what kind of game it is. They're like, oh, you'll be able to do this, you'll be able to do that, but it was like, you know, is there a co-op? And then there is the, is there a single player? You know, there's all this sort of stuff that you don't, we don't really know, you know. Yeah. And that's yeah. a huge problem when you're not conveying that to your audience and giving them a clear picture of it. You know, if they're like, oh, you can do this co-op thing, and then show gameplay of what uh, it would look like. Yeah. It's that yeah. simple. <laughs> But they didn't do that. Is that so hard? <laughs> and then people are wondering, like, oh, where's Ant-Man? Because you know everyone's wondering where Ant-Man is. Because <laughs> that's the number Wow, but you are out on a poor path. Oh, my God. I, 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 I will say this. I, like, I, I heard that they were going to do the announcement. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see more footage of the game. Yeah, I was and very like, excited. Very excited. And then there was another post like, okay, it's going to be on Monday. We're going to talk about it. I'm like, oh, my God, yes, it's happening. And I saw the trailer. And I'm like, oh, man, the potential of this game. And that's what hooked me is the yeah. potential of this game. And then I got a little upset because then they're like, oh, yeah, PlayStation's going to have some extra benefits. Yeah, but they and don't like, say what it is. They don't too, tell right? you what it is. Yeah. And I swear, I swear to you, if they do like – and like we should timestamp this podcast and time capsule it because – when the game comes out, I definitely want to talk about it. And uh, I hope to God they don't do like, well, because Spider-Man, Sony, we're going to keep them on the PlayStation. So if you want to yeah, play them. Yeah, I could see them doing that. Yeah. Whew, I would Which be... would be so stupid. <sighs> now I have to spend $900 for two games <laughs> on console. <laughs> no, um, but like, I, I again, I by, the, by what it sounds like to me is an action-adventure beat-em-up game, like a beat-em-up style game where you can play online co-op on a next-gen platform and playing the Avengers. That sounds super Yeah, it, I and mean, then- it sounds great on paper, but the thing <laughs> is, when you see it, and uh, when we saw the trailer, what we, we didn't really... Well, the problem is we didn't get to see it, you know? Yeah. We didn't yeah. get to see 
what it what it looks like. So they're giving us all these promises and saying what what it is, and and like there, a lot of it is conflicting information. You know, yeah. that was yeah. my biggest problem with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I will also say, I will also say that <laughs> I. I I agree with you. After after discussing with you, I, I did lose a little bit of hype momentum because like if you're not excited, then that's not a good sign because like I you know, I, I'm genuinely I, I love I love the idea of this game and I want a Marvel game like it and I hope it does well. But that being said, Ultimate Alliance three, they came out with a second trailer for this. Yeah, that's what I that would be my Marvel pick. Yeah. Right oh now because God. that is so clear of what that kind of what the game is to me. Like that, yeah. I get it, and they're doing, they're doing, they're influenced by the movies too, but at the same time, they're doing classic Marvel, and it feels like Marvel to me. It's colorful, you know, it's yep. jazzy, it's fun. It's it's super bright and colorful. They have so many characters already, and like, if you're gonna do, a, if you're gonna, there's some, there's some definitely some rules here that you need to follow by. Now they did a new trailer, and the new trailer introduced. Uh, a couple new heroes uh, that you're going to be able to play, um, and Ghost Rider is one of them. And I'm yep. excited because Ultimate Alliance 2, they really, they really nerfed like how many characters you could play. Uh, they did have some gems in there. They did have like Gambit and Cable uh, and Psylocke, and um, they also had uh, like Green Goblin, Carnage. They had some interesting gems in there, but. When you compare it to Ultimate Alliance 1, you had such a plethora of characters to play. Mm-hmm. You had Fantastic Four. You had, you know, yep. you had, uh, well, I mean, you had Fantastic Four and Ultimate Alliance 2, but you had, you had Moon Knight. You had Ghost Rider. You had Luke Cage. You had, um, you, then you could go Cyclops, Hawkeye. Like you, you could go all over the board and to a point where you even get Silver Surfer at one point. And then wow. the second one, they pick like I feel like they just pick everyone's most popular characters, like Juggernaut, Carnage. Like it didn't feel like it was carefully crafted. This one though, like you have Daredevil, you have um, you now, have. I, are those char- I, now are those characters being released in DLC packs? Uh, good question. Because um, at the end of the video, I saw that it had like it said like what's coming to it, the game. Mm-hmm. It said. It said uh, Marvel Knights, X Men, mm-hmm. and Fantastic Four. Yes. Um, now, here's the thing, though, dude. Here's the thing. They don't have any content for Fantastic Four right now, so I'm gonna guess right out of the gate that you do not get Fantastic. You'll you'll get Fantastic Four's DLC. I don't think you'll get them right out of the gate. Yeah. But for example, Heroes for Hire, they show Iron Fist and Luke Cage here. Um, but they they have Jessica Jones in the game, but they didn't show her as a playable character. Right. So I'm assuming that you'll get Jessica Jones and maybe even uh, oh my god, what's her name? Miss uh, like Misty Knight as like an additional character. So again, that's a great question, and I don't know if that's true. But even right out of the gate, a lot of the playable characters you have right now, like you have like you know some obvious choices like Spider Man, uh, Wolverine, Iron Man, Cap, Black Panther. And they added the Guardians, which is really cool. I love the art design for this game. And yeah, on top too. of that, um, and that's what really blows my mind, is I like the art in this game more than I like the Avengers game, I will honestly admit, because it feels comic Yeah, it feels more like the Marvel style to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think and that's the, guy, the problem. It, it's, it's just kind of generic with the other Avengers game, the, the Square Enix one. It's yeah. just too generic 
and I think that's what people are not liking about it. Yeah, no, I and I agree with that. And uh, and like like if you guys if you guys take a look on the the Ultimate Alliance Nintendo w- website here, you can see all the different characters you can. Play. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like, I haven't checked that out yet. I'll have to see that. It's it's so cool, and like like the characters look amazing. Uh, but I mean, you have your obvious choices: Wolverine, Spider Man, Iron Man, Black Panther, Captain America. Then you finally get the Guardians added on. They have Scarlet Witch now. They have Doctor Strange coming back. They have Falcon now. Uh, they even have some of the newer characters, Miles Morales and the new Miss Yeah, Marvel. they do. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to completely way out their choices, like Crystal from the Inhumans. Uh, oh yeah, and they, yeah. They they even jump to this character I've never even heard of, which is uh, Elsa Bloodsta- Bloodstone, who is apparently like kind of like the Van Helsing of Marvel. Oh um, yeah, I've never heard of her either. <laughs> yeah, and 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 then you you jump back into it, and then you have like you know Psylocke, and then you have uh, you have uh, Black Widow, and then you have Hawkeye, and then you go back into it. And now you have Wasp, right? Like this is such a beautiful plethora of characters, and and I watched the gameplay, and they were saying like, oh yeah, we're we you know we wanted to even take moments from comic books and make them moments in the games. And you see Colossus like push over a sentinel by his ankle and then throw him into another sentinel and the scale of it, it looks so cool. Yeah. So I'm I, that that is to say I'm genuinely stoked for Ultimate Alliance three in terms of the next Marvel game. And I think that one's gonna do way better than the Marvel's Avengers game right now. But that being said, I cannot wait to see the Marvel Avengers game because if they keep adding characters, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, I mean I think when we when we see more Mm-hmm. of what the game's going to be like, I think then we can assess it a little bit more because the gameplay could be amazing. Yeah. And then, like, some people, like, will be willing to, you know, over, you know, oversee the art direction. You know, like, maybe it looks like crap, but at least it's a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly, right? So they, uh... Kind of yeah, like the- Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Like... I said this, I kind of compared the two where it, the game's art direction is just absolutely awful. Just terrible. Oh, yeah. Just terrible. And But when you play that game, it's actually super fun. Oh, yeah. And that whole mechanics they all came up to, it was really well thought out. And I think the whole tag team system and the, the gem system was really good. And it, it's a sweet fighting game, but unfortunately they stopped supporting it and um, no one plays it so you can't really play online and it just looks terrible yeah <laughs> yeah no exactly but uh i mean i have i have hope high hopes i mean e3 though uh, e3 here um a couple of other surprising announcements i will say is uh is xbox announcing that they got double fine which which could mean we're getting full throttle 2 finally <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane, <laughs> uh, and uh, and that could also mean we're getting more Sandbox and Monkey Islands and all that wonderful stuff. Do they still uh, own that stuff, or is it all gone to gone to Lucas Arts or yeah. Disney? Um, Disney's apparently going to restart Lucas Arts. It it's it's possible. I mean, Full Throttle is definitely Full Throttle is definitely Tim Shapers now because he said he. Fought we bought it back. Bought tooth and nail, and he got it back. And uh, and he said it's like he's like any of those games I've worked on that you guys love is is very hard for me to get the rights because he has to go like into a, a lawyer night to 
to get like to get the rights to do it. But that being said, we don't know what he's got. But I know he definitely has full throttle. Uh, but even that, still a brutal legend too. I would love a brutal. Yeah, legend yeah. He, if he, he's got the rights to that, I'm sure that would be fantastic. Yeah. And um, it seems like he's really good friends with Jet Black too. And yeah, no, it's it's we could get it. Um, but I was very excited about that announcement. This E3 though, um, I mean, they already announced new consoles, which it does feel like the market is now moving in lightning. And it's yeah, see, this is my thing too with it, and um, this is a, a whole next discussion. But um, it, what is the future, right, of of the console? I feel like here I would have liked to learn more about XCloud, but they didn't mm-hmm. talk a lot about it. Um, just because I'm, I'm kind of interested in the Google Stadia. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see like what the X Cloud will be like. Um, yep. Given our current internet, the way the internet works here in Canada, and definitely where with the company that I'm with, I've done the math, and it's impossible for me to stream games. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so I can't. I can't have these things. But the idea of streaming games is pretty interesting to me. Um, yeah. uh, just because the, the bandwidth and the biggest problem I think is that the the data cap that they put on you, uh, that companies, internet provider companies here in Canada put put on you, which is not fair for gamers because you're gonna blow it every time within a week probably. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's definitely crazy, man. Um, but I mean, I think it's. I think the, the the overarching goal here with streaming games is like you just literally buy it and that that's what it comes. But like the fact is, if you have like game, it's it's like Netflix instead of it's yeah, of and you can download those games. I, I think that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see like w- when the PC one comes out of the Game Pass, how that works. That would be really cool. Um, that you yeah. can just download a game. You know, try it on your PC, and and then you can also play it on your Xbox or something. That I wanted to know more about. Um, I know they talked a little bit about it in the presentation. Mm-hmm. But I, well, I would have liked I... to seen more of that kind of stuff from the Xbox presentation. Plus, with Par- Project Scarlet, I think it's kind of that's a, it. Sounds like it. Obviously, it's going to be a huge leap for games and um how you play them um the thing is i personally as a gamer i can barely get any of my games running at 1080p at 60 frames per second so i can't even imagine how an 8k game is going to be at 60 frames per second yeah (laughs) but i can barely even get a 4k tv or uh you know 4k system to play it like at 60 frames and i know that most xbox games aren't even set at 60 frames you know yeah they're yeah. they're like they're most of them they get down to 30 so it's kind of crazy like to to me to think that i'm not even at what they want what what they think the, the current norm is and then the next level i don't even know how you get there it's crazy <laughs> yeah no it's uh i mean <laughs> from technical like- standpoint of course yeah yeah, I mean it's it's it, console is moving into an interesting world with this, which you know what, I think it, yeah I think it's I think it's getting to a point right now where it's where computers unless you know the 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 technical wizardry is to make your own desktop even still buying like the right graphics card to get what you want extremely difficult. 
difficult. Um, to which, like, if you now buy an Xbox or Project Scarlet, which will be priced at, I'm sure, at some, some, some affordable yet slightly expensive price point, then you know you just get that, and all you need is a good TV, good to go. And then at the same time, these consoles are small enough. Like I find even for me now, basically what I'm doing with most console gaming is I will play from TV to, you know, moving my Xbox to a nice little computer desk area. Yeah, that's cool. Screen, right. Yeah, um, but I, think I like that's, that. that. That's where it's going, and uh, and you know I think we live in a world now where you don't you we live in a world now where yeah you're obviously going to have a computer and now why can't they work together and like yeah if you want to play this way like choice right it's just, yeah it comes down to choice is where I'm going. That's like, I think Google's the stadia is so appealing to me is mm-hmm. that uh, is that you can I could play it you know, with mouse and keyboard if I wanted, or I could play yeah. it with a controller or I could play it, you know, on the go on like on my yeah. phone or something. Like it's just like, you could play it anywhere you want. Um, you know, it's just kind of really exciting and, and doing things. And not to say that Xbox is going to do that too, um, with the X cloud or, or project Scarlet, but, um, the, the server side gaming, it, it technically, Mm-hmm. What they could do is pretty amazing with multiplayer games, and I've seen them talk about it, but it's not – these kind of games don't exist right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you think yeah. of Fortnite, like, you could play with – like, it's like 100 people, right? But having, like – Google claims that in the future, if if they do this super console that everyone's playing on, data center thing, that you could have games where, like, thousands of people are playing oh, yeah. the same game. And not only they're playing the same game, they're in the same kind of like frame where it's like you, you've seen it with games like Crackdown and um, I can't think. I think Crackdown is the only one I can think of. You know, where buildings are being destroyed and stuff like that. Yeah. On the server end, is that true? Yeah, it's it's cloud-based processing is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, cloud-based um, processing. So it's not like these are new ideas. It's like they're taking it to the next level. Yeah, I mean. Fully destructible environments. Imagine, imagine having a, you know, take take Bleeding Edge for example, which is a four v four online melee game, which we talked about earlier, and and then look at look at a game like Crackdown, and then mix it in with like a superhero game. Imagine where you have a city, and you yeah, play yeah. as you know Magneto versus you know let's say Magneto and like versus. Cyclops or Magneto versus Wolverine or something, and just like throwing them through buildings and like yeah, them. or your Hulk like, or, just or flying Hulk, through right? buildings, yeah. <laughs> and they they crazy. did do that. There was a game that you and I had with where they did that, and that was the Incredible Hulk Ultimate. Destruction. Right, right. But the only thing you couldn't do was smash down a building. Yeah. Uh, like unless the unless the story required you to, you you couldn't freely explore and destroy buildings. But imagine if you could. Right. Imagine if you could play. Yeah. Imagine if you could. Yeah. Yeah. With other players too, like multiplayer, all existing in the same. uh, Yeah. Eco. Like. Eco. Like have like like have a game called you know and devs if you're listening have a game called Civil War and and have different characters you can pick and just wreck a city. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's you can't have, you can't have superheroes and not have a city being wrecked. I know, right? Exactly. So that. Really cool. So, yeah, I mean that. That's I think that's 
the whole purpose of this cloud-based processing is so your game doesn't, so your console doesn't have to process, you know, all the all the all the little things. It can just focus on certain things and making the game fun. And and cloud-based processing does work. I played Crackdown three. Do I love the game? No. Uh, but do I think it's interesting? <laughs> I think it is. I mean, it was cool that it was cool to run through a wall and like chase a guy down, and then have two guys fighting on a different building, and then blow up that building and watching them falling get crushed by the building. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Sounds sadistic, but it was fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I I did I agree with you though. Bring it all back in. This E3, it definitely felt like they, they're still setting up a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things they... that seemed like they couldn't talk about. Yeah. Um, so it just seemed like a sequel to me where like everything that was announced last year is kind yeah. of um is kind of uh kind of just repeated this year and just expand expanded upon. And um the it's kind of funny like what we will think of this generation when it's over. Um oh, I kinda yeah. thought during this thing because it was a huge console war this was the biggest console war ever yep and uh, the future seems like you know it'll be interesting to see what will happen to the consoles if they even you know if it if it even exists anymore you know yeah uh, who knows man um, I know Xbox has stated they don't want the console generation ever end so yeah they have said that yeah. yeah. So they and they, I don't think I, Sony will end it anytime soon. Yeah. And all that, but the thing is, with the future of it, it's just a more powerful version of this generation. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, what's the exactly. next gen game, right? Like, we kind of been saying that this generation, <laughs> right? You know yeah. what I mean? Where this was supposed to be the generation that has, oh, this is the next version of this kind of game, or this is the the defining game of this generation you know what i mean you don't really have that yeah no that's true but yeah no it's uh so yeah it's definitely this is definitely a sequel to last year now that like i think some of the big wins of this console generation was definitely backwards compatibility was yeah um the services definitely yeah the the service war and, and I, I guess you could say like the services and the multiplayer and uh, the mm-hmm. the shooter multiplayer, but it's not like we haven't had that before. But yeah, yeah, I I think that uh, I think that you know we're yeah we're just the the console war right now services that you offer and also just uh, multiplayer and what kind of multiplayer you can do with the consoles. So yeah. Um, and exclusives, yeah. but like those are games that have always been around. To yeah. Be fair. So. Well, yeah, I mean, exclusivity has always been a consistent factor in the console war, but this year definitely was like services, and and now Ubisoft's getting into a surface. Obviously, you got Stadia now or Stadia with the, their service, and EA's got EA Access. Like it's just, it's you know, soon enough, you know, console's going to move into the prehistoric level of tvs where you have a yeah. cable package yeah i agree yeah you'll, you'll pick a get... channel like hbo or something like it'll be more like like netflix and and um hbo crave. packages or crave tv or something yeah where yeah. You, you choose it and then you choose to go with it and google seems to think that 
like I've seen a lot of interviews with Google and they seem to be like, that's the way they want it to go. But because they've built the system first, they're like, they're wondering, I, they're wondering if a partnership in the future with other companies will happen. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I think it will. I think you'll, you'll be able to go like, Oh, on game pass with, you know, Ubisoft and EA or do you, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. want PlayStation with even because even PlayStation is getting into this. so, wow. Um, yeah, with the with the partnership with uh, Xbox in terms of uh, learning about their Azure servers and stuff. right, yeah. Um. So yeah, we might even see like, oh, do you want PlayStation exclusive uh, subscription with uh, Square Enix? Right, like that kind of that kind of breakdown. I think is where we're gonna go next because every console setting up their own, so it's only a matter of time at this point but i in the end i think it's saving gamers money but mm-hmm. i mean i'm yeah. still an old i'm still an old school gamer where Me like too. if there's a particular game i want i'm gonna buy it like it's just mm-hmm. that that simple yeah i agree yeah right? i'm pretty old like, school like nintendo it's... man like even nintendo with uh freaking like, yeah like even nintendo with their games right now still buying individual oh, yeah. games from them I they're uh they're just doing what they do best um you know, obviously, we forgot to mention there's a Breath of Wild two or something. Oh my God! What Nintendo? <laughs> Nintendo you I can't do this to me. <laughs> Nintendo, I will say, didn't even try this year, and they still broke the internet. Yeah, they I know. They still the did it. They didn't even try. Yeah, if I was watching the Treehouse thing, and I was wondering if we were gonna get the the Metroid Four, uh, yeah, like a proper trailer or a proper gameplay or something but no that's which is totally fine but um yeah that that was a cool little trailer for it though it looks like kind of like a dark souls style yeah well the other thing that blew my mind about it like i said they threw announcements here and there and then they're like boom new animal crossings game people are like holy crap oh my god <laughs> animal uh, crossings yeah <laughs> And I, I only, I only shed light to this because I know there are people out there that. Oh yeah, like, people love that game. Waiting. People yeah, love they, that game. And there's a new Pokemon been, game too. Yeah, and, and, yeah. So they're like, like, okay, you know, fun trailer for kids, fun trailer for kids. By the way, we're doing new Animal Crossings, and everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god. And then we're like, yeah, fun trailer here, fun trailer there. And like, by the way, new Pokemon game. But you knew that already. And then they're like, oh. By the way, Banjo Kazooie's in Smash Brothers. Yeah, boom! Like yeah. <laughs> every some, time, some nerd in the corner, like oh, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, every time we talk about head exploding, we both immediately think of uh, the pick, of, uh, the pick of destiny song. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Pick of destiny. Sorry, he just sings right at the guy. And... <laughs> good movie. So uh... good. <laughs> So good. I might even watch that clip after this is all done. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's. But yeah, that's that's exactly how Nintendo does it. Like, every console does a thing, and they're like, "Okay, guys, you know we do our thing. So here's what we're doing." And we're all like, "Okay, whatever." And yeah, Banjo. They even trolled you in the Banjo Kazooie announcement. They did. They did the pose, the Banjo <laughs> silhouette pose, and everyone's like, "It's happening!" And then it's Duck Hunt, the Duck Hunt dog and the bird, and it, and they're like, "Ah, oh, sucks to be you." And then they do the actual Banjo Kazooie thing. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh man, Nintendo just crushes it every time. Yeah, um, they really got it all figured out. Um, just the top, yeah. like they're just the best. I I, I can't state it enough that. 
when they put out yeah. a game that's made by them, it's <laughs> it's usually like solid gold every time. You're like, what? Yeah, man, it's it's insane. Uh, I just yeah, wow. I think even you know it's funny going back to all. I think all three is like the combination of like a Marvel game because that's what it is going to. Be. Yeah, I, I they haven't announced everything in this game yet. It it just the, the the character select screen. If you just look at the character select screen, you're like, wow, that obviously looks a lot like Smash Brothers now. It's just and yeah, it's just uh, it it is what it is. But I mean, Nintendo, yeah, they just they. I, I'm so glad I got a Switch. I mean, it, they, yeah, they got, it, they, they got it figured out, man. They do. I mean, now I'm like obsessed with Mario Odyssey. All of a sudden, What's yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I want to play Mario even... Odyssey really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's funny, man, because like you don't even. Uh, I, oh, I don't even have you one. Don't... No, I gotta get it. No, it's not even that you don't. It's not even that you don't have one. It's like Nintendo doesn't even put their games on sale. They just did it this year. They did it just this year for four, like four to five games that they've actually made. And uh, yeah, it's like they never put their games on sale, knowing no, that they people never are gonna do. buy it, knowing that people are gonna. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Brilliant. Yeah, no, I'd say the C three though. Um, I didn't say it, it would. It, I didn't say nothing really blew my mind, but yeah. I mean there were some intriguing things there. Uh, but I definitely feel like they're still placing is on the board before they just right go with the big hits. Because again, Xbox it's, the spot is crazy with- that Scarlet's launching next year. That's yeah. insane to me. Well, and and the other thing too I want to point out is like with Xbox is that this was their year. Nobody else was there. Nobody no, yeah, else could have done something. Yeah, I felt I felt the presentation for them. I I watched it and um I just felt like, you know, they they took the criticism to heart of people like, well, yeah. Xbox doesn't have any games. And they just gave you a ton of game you know world premiere it was just felt like they're saying that every friggin minute like i was like world premiere world premiere i'm like what does this even mean anymore it's lost all meaning (laughs) you know what i mean like and then i just felt like they just um yeah they just announced a ton of games that i don't really know or care about so yeah yeah no it's it's so true like there's just a world like like yeah, I, I think the Xbox definitely answered the question that, like to the people that are like, man, Xbox doesn't have a lot of games. They have a ton of games. Oh, there's like, so many. But the problem is, is that they're not the game you. And and it, I think it's both the problem with Xbox in terms of, you know, the studios are working on the games you want. They're just going to take a lot longer than you think. Yeah, like yeah, and, I agree. Yeah. And the second thing is, is that you're also gamers don't know what they want. They're, they're, they no, don't they know don't. what they want I until agree. they get it. Yeah, until you, they get it. When I was working at EB, that's what we used to say. Because you'd have someone come in and they'd be like, "Oh, I want to play something like Skyrim." Yeah, you know. And then we'd be like, "Well, there really isn't anything like Skyrim." You know, it sounds like mm-hmm. you just want to play Skyrim yeah <laughs> you know like it's like but they, they're like but i'm done with it i want to try something different you know yeah 
I ended up, you when The Witcher 3 came out, I think that that was my recommendation, even though I never really played it. But I'd love to play Witcher 3, but I... Um, yeah. Witcher, Witcher, Witcher 3 is going to be a game for I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah, when, when you're retired. I, retire, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't I, have time for it now. No, I don't. Yeah. I can't play a game like that. I just can't. When I retire, and I'm sure there'll be many Witchers till that point... But when I retire, I will gladly sit down and... Just yeah, it's wait. a great adult game. <laughs> I just... That's <laughs> what I used to call pants-off gaming. <laughs> That's it, right? Like, like I, I played Witcher 3, and when I got to the Gwent game, I actually stopped progressing in the game and just played the Gwent game. All oh, the cool. That's cool. That must be fun. Yeah, the uh, Gwent. Yeah, it's... It was fantastic, but the point is, is I never actually could beat the game because I was so distracted with everything else I had to do, like yeah. go to some house in the middle of a field just to find a lady who thinks her kitchen's haunted by her husband, and she didn't want you to go in there and get the pan that they had. You give her the pan, and she gives you 50 gold, but apparently that was a big part of the quest you had to go and do. Don't know why, and I don't <laughs> care, but like it is was it later? So like annoying. is it appear later in the game or something? Like you, no, if you saved her, or that that frying pan is a mystical frying pan that you can use to fight against the 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 last boss. The forces of darkness. I don't know, um, but like no, that's not no. But the point is, is like you had to do it. Like it. Well, you didn't have to, but like it just it convinced you that you had to do it. And and then like I beat the I beat the first level that they kind of tutorial you through, and and you beat this castle and they're like okay now you're the Witcher you go do Witcher things, and then I try to beat this ghost lady and she's freaking impossible like the next level is like the hardest thing in the world and I just got stuck playing Gwent all the days because it was fun and it was right. the right kind of challenging so yeah like I still haven't finished Red Dead Redemption, yeah and I don't think you ever will I'm sorry I'm gonna tell it to you now. <laughs> You never will. Because the game is all about, the game is all about, you know, having fun in the West. That's the game's premise. Yeah. And yeah, there's yeah, a story. You think so, but there's a, there's a story to it. There, Yeah, but it's more fun, right? To just go and rob banks and stuff, isn't it? I, I, yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish I could do more of that right now, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> doing the heists. Yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, I mean, those were the, I mean, for me, yeah, the, like those big announcements for me were definitely Battletoads. Um, Ubisoft's Watch Dogs Legion was really, really cool. So obviously excited for Gears as there. Um, I'm hoping uh, with the announcement also of Tim Schafer and, and Double Fine, uh, I know Xbox's current mission right now is to improve Windows 10 gaming. So I think oh, PC yeah. gaming, I think old school PC game is going to make. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. They're going to do Age of Empires 4. That was announced. Yeah, the definitive edition and Steam kind of killed that that fun of going into stores and like looking at the PC gaming section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big PC gaming boxes, you know. Oh, like, I loved it. I, I loved PC oh. gaming back in the late '90s. That was or that was such a time. Well, you'd buy the box, and the box was so big because I feel like his trailers wasn't a big thing back then. No, um, you kind of had to go on the art, and uh, well, you also had shareware versions of it. You can get a demo. Yeah, you from get like a, like if that. you bought a PC Gamer magazine, you could get like a huge disc full of demos. Oh yeah, and then you'd be like, "Oh, this game's really cool," or like this mm -hmm. this game's really cool. I remember. I mean, 
this is so off topic, but <laughs> but yeah, back then, like you, 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 the internet was just you know conceived, and you'd be like, I remember like hearing about StarCraft in like '96 or '95, and it just the game felt like it would take forever to come out. Oh yeah, and I was constantly like, refreshing the website, and it's like, what is there anything new? Like, is there <laughs> like what are you introducing next? You know. Yeah, exactly right. So anyway, yeah. Oh man, we could go on about that. We go that, on. That's, that's another PC gaming in the nineties. That could be fun to do. Um, yeah, but anyway, but to summarize, that's a good one. Yeah, no, exactly. But to summarize, for me, the big announcements definitely looking forward to Battletoads. Um, Bleeding Edge definitely looks really cool. Uh, you know, and I'm excited for any Marvel game that's coming out, pretty much. Uh, as well as um, uh, just excited to see uh, where gaming is going, absolutely for me. Uh, and Bethesda killed it with uh, the Ghost Wire and the Doom game, for sure. And for you, I, I remember you saying Cyberpunk is definitely a big one for you, Doom. Yeah, Doom is probably my number one. Doom. Just Doom. Um, just Doom. And uh, Cyberpunk is definitely something I really want to play, too. Yeah. And Wolfenstein, I'm stoked to come out next month, so that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, that also reminds me of the the Deathloop games that are coming. Where, yeah, uh, the Deathloop one, that one looked pretty cool too. Yeah, um, they, I mean, Xbox I've given Dishonored a try, and it's a pretty cool game. I gotta admit. It. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's all right. I I, I find it I find it's okay. Yeah. No, I can't get it. I, it's hard. It's, yes, yes, it is very hard. I couldn't find myself getting into it, but Deathloop looks really cool. Also, um, Xbox does has a version of it called Twelve Minutes that looks really cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 really hoping Battletoads does well. Uh, I'm obviously excited for Gears, uh, and then Watch Dogs Legion and Halo. I'm very excited for that. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, like the next big games I'm excited to play is Marvel Ultimate Alliance for sure. Uh, and then Wolfenstein, yeah, we got to do a uh, we got stream on that one. So yeah, that'd be fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's been a it's been a good uh, podcast, guys. I feel like we're just kind of adding a little bit more. That I feel like the momentum of the podcast stopped the uh, you know a little <laughs> little bit earlier. Yeah. But uh, but there's always conversations for another time. And until then, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Brothers Stream. Stay stay tuned for the next one.